Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of Energetics and Alchemy. I am so excited to finally be sitting down and doing this and thank you so much to those who are tuning in. I've been wanting to do this for a very long time um, but it's just been a matter of kind of finding the time and also um, yeah just kind of ripping the band-aid off and getting started but I figured what better time than the new year. So for those of you that don't know me my name is Kira Um, And I'm starting this podcast as a bit of a passion project. So I'm really passionate about all things kind of personal development, um, mindset, manifestation, and anything really that helps us to become the best people we can be and create the life of our absolute dreams. So my intention here is really just to learn and share my learnings with others as I'm going um, to help people on an individual level to create the life of their dreams and tap into the energetic and spiritual power that we do all hold within us and in turn just to create a more positive spiritual world. So I want these episodes to be very introductory as well as diving into deeper topics as well. My hope is that absolutely anyone listening to these episodes will be able to take away something from them, whether it's inspiration, knowledge, uh, practices and exercises that they can implement into their own lives I just really want everything that's shared here to be able to help people and to really be able to go on this journey alongside other people as well. So for this first episode, I just want to talk a little bit about my own journey into spirituality and energetics and also want to discuss basically just like energetics manifestation 101 and what this is really all about. So growing up, my mum was always very into spirituality, so I definitely attribute my interest in this kind of stuff to her. I remember her often having books about manifestation and she really was the one who introduced me to the concept. Um, So she believes in spirits, psychics, karma, all of that good stuff, basically just everything woo-woo. And so my older sister has also always had an interest in this kind of stuff too. So we both grew up very much so in that environment where we had that around us. Um, We grew up watching, you know, witchy movies, practical magic, stuff like that. Uh, We'd spend a lot of our time playing, like making potions and basically just embodying being little baby witches. So for the first 10 years or so of my life, I was very much so, um, yeah, just around that kind of stuff. And so as I went through high school, I feel like I kind of drifted away from that side of myself. So again, mum was always very into it. So I still kind of had it around me, but, um, I became a bit of an angsty teen, for lack of a better word, as you do through high school. (laughs) So looking back now, though, I know I was still very much so kind of manifesting my reality even back then without even knowing. Uh, So I had like Pinterest boards. I used Tumblr a lot, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. (laughs) Vision boards. I had like, you know, big dreams and goals that would gradually kind of come to reality without me even really realizing the power of what I was doing. I would listen to songs and kind of envision whatever it was that I was dreaming of at that time, whether it was, you know, stuff happening at school or like dating particular boys. <laughs> Obviously very small, small things in hindsight, but at the time they were, you know, big things as they are to you in high school. And yeah, I would basically just, I was very big on like visualization back then, even though I didn't necessarily know what it was. And these things would often come to fruition. Um, So I wouldn't even really realize I was doing it, but I was manifesting even back then. And looking back, I can kind of be like, oh, that's probably why everything I kind of wanted would fall into place. 
So it wasn't until after high school that I kind of actually consciously, I guess, reconnected with that side of myself. Um, So when I was around 18, I moved out of home down to Brisbane, which was about four hours away from where I was living with my family. And I remember within the first year or so of living there, I stole one of my mum's books, um, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. It is quite a popular book in that kind of self-help, personal development um, scene, so I'm sure a lot of people have probably heard of it. I don't really know why I took it and wanted to read it in the first place, like whether mum had maybe recommended it or... I think I may have heard a particular influencer that I was into at the time talking about it. Um, And then I kind of realized like, oh, that's that book mum has. So I took it and read it. Um, And yeah, I remember honestly just feeling kind of mind blown after reading it. So for anyone not familiar with the book, the general idea behind it is that limiting beliefs and ideas and basically our thoughts are often the cause of the circumstances we experience in our lives, whether that's positive or negative and that changing our thinking has the power to actually change the circumstances that we're experiencing which is also basically the general concept of manifestation so I remember at the time I had a really close friend who wasn't having much luck with life in general so kind of like you know money issues um living situations relationships I just feel like there were a lot of issues Um, that friend was experiencing and I remember after reading this book I recommended that they borrow it and read it too because I was just so amazed by the concepts in it and kind of realized at that time that I'd been applying a lot of these concepts without necessarily even realizing it so just you know the positive thinking and um, I guess just always like kind of looking for the good in situations and in turn that was kind of attracting better luck I guess to me. And I think I just started to really pick up on this and pay attention to how the people I knew who had very negative outlooks and negative mindsets would struggle, while the people I knew who really leaned into this concept of, you know, positive thinking, having the intention of leading a happy and fulfilling life, and just kind of understanding that our mindset creates our reality generally attracted really amazing things and good luck and good energy. And so it was around this time as well that I feel like I also started kind of consciously manifesting things. So one of the first major things that I ever manifested, not ever maybe, but ever consciously manifested, uh, was a trip to Disneyland. So this had been a goal of mine for a very, very long time. So anyone who knows me personally will know that I'm a massive Disney fan and Disneyland honestly feels like home to me. It's my happy place. And I never got to go as a child. I'd never been overseas until I was about yeah, like around 18. Um, So it was a very big thing for me to be manifesting. Um, So yeah, when I was around 19, I had been manifesting a Disney trip for a few years at that point, um, all through high school, really. A few years is a bit of a under, what's the word? Under, understatement, that's the word. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'd been manifesting it for a few years at that point. Uh, but honestly didn't necessarily have any realistic plan for making it happen. So I couldn't afford it on an individual level. My family couldn't really afford it. Like I said, it wasn't something like we weren't the kind of family that would just go for overseas trips when we were kids. Um, I didn't really have anyone to go with at that time either. I was pretty new to living in Brisbane. I'd just started uni, but it's not like I had a boyfriend or anything like that. 
Um, I wasn't living with family. Like, yeah, it was just a very, the chances of me at that time pulling together a Disneyland trip were very slim. Um, and yeah, like I mentioned, I hadn't even really been overseas at that point, but I held the faith and kind of held the vision of me going and things ended up just falling into place in a way that I wouldn't have ever predicted they would. So I got accepted into a university program that just so happened to include a trip to Disneyland. Some of it was funded by the government, like there was a bit of a grant you could get for it. Some of it was funded by the uni, I believe, from memory. Um, Not an awful lot, but I think they put maybe like $1,000 towards it or something like that. And I was able to put the bulk of the cost of the trip onto my student hex debt, which I know I'll have to pay off one day, but at the time it felt like a miracle because it's kind of like a loan, but not a... um, not quite the same, like not a very high interest loan. It's yeah, it was just like a miracle at the time. And so the program was a two week trip to Paris and I ended up booking a week or two of travel over there by myself once the program was over. So I went over for the two weeks with like a group of other university students and we did do one day at Disneyland, but then I also booked like a couple of weeks of travel just for myself at the end of it while I was over there. And so for four or five days of that was going to be spent just at Disneyland by myself because I was like fuck it I'm just gonna spend like a whole week at Disneyland basically (laughs) um but yeah so in the time between me booking it all and that kind of um coming to fruition I ended up getting into a relationship and my partner at the time at the last minute ended up also booking a trip to meet me over there once the university side of things was done And I got to spend nearly a whole week at Disneyland with him, which at the time was just an absolute dream come true and a perfect example of how often when it comes to manifestation, uh, we really just need to set the intention and not worry about how it will come to fruition. Because often when we desire something, the way it's delivered to us is in a way that we never could have even imagined. So if somebody had asked me a few years prior to that how I was going to make it to Disneyland, I would not have guessed it would have been through a university opportunity or that there would be hardly any upfront costs for me or that it would be with a boyfriend I had only just really met. We had only been together for a few months, I think, at that point. And yeah, it was just a really good example of how it just kind of fell into place out of nowhere. Like I got accepted into the university program. I had booked like a few weeks over there by myself, which wasn't ideal, but I was like, I want to spend a week at Disneyland. So I'm just going to do it. And then yeah, things just fell into place and I ended up having a really lovely trip and getting to basically do the trip of my dreams. And so from here, I feel like the concept of manifestation and law of attraction was just something I started to kind of incorporate into my life. And even just with smaller things, like that was kind of a major one for me. Um, But yeah, even just with like little things like wanting to find a particular book at the shops or something, like I'd just really kind of set the intention and I was finding that things were just kind of really panning out my way when I was doing that. Um, And as time went on, I feel like I started to hear more people kind of talking about the concept as well. So I started to listen to podcasts about it. I really focused on like I guess, learning as much about it as I could. I was following people who were into it and would talk about it. I remember one of my favourite beauty vloggers at the time, Lauren Curtis, would often talk about this kind of stuff as well. And she actually did start a podcast where she spoke a bit about that kind of stuff too for a while. So my interest in that kind of stuff was really just growing at that point. 
Um, and around the same time, like as I got a little bit older, I also really reconnected with that kind of witchy side, for lack of a better word. Um, so the side of me that was really into like, you know, spells and intentions and nature and crystals and magic. So for me, the past two years have really been the most transformational in this area um, as I've spent kind of the past two years or maybe even three years. It's been a few years now, but really diving deep into this kind of stuff. So I started really committing to learning about everything I could to do with manifestation as well as some of the kind of um, sub, not sub topics, I guess, but um, some of the other stuff that goes along with manifestation. So like, you know, embodiment, somatics, that kind of stuff. Um, I started attending workshops, journaling, following coaches, working with coaches Um, Yeah, just learning as much as I could about embodiment and somatics and shadow work and inner child work and trauma healing and like feminine and masculine energies and energy in general. And I read books and I watched documentaries and shows and really started putting as many practices into place as I could in my day to day life to support myself in this kind of stuff. And so that's kind of where we're at now. I feel like I have all of this information that I've gathered over the past few years and I'm really, really passionate about this kind of work. Um, And I just need a bit of an outlet, I guess, to kind of share that kind of stuff and grow with it. So in my time doing this work, I feel like I've done so much healing. I've manifested jobs, um, business opportunities, friends, relationships, cars, houses, money. And I know things can only get bigger and better from here. And when I say cars and houses and whatnot... um, It's not by any means like I'm absolutely loaded and I've got like, you know, billion dollar cars and houses and whatnot. But just, um, yeah, like if I was looking for rentals and stuff, like I'd really get into the flow of like envisioning the dream house and like where I wanted to live. And I feel like things would just kind of fall into place by doing that. And so throughout that process, I've kind of had it proven to me time and time again that our thoughts and energy really do shape our reality and what we attract. And I really feel like I just need to take this to the next step of learning alongside others while I share um, the work and the learnings with others too. So I'm sure that throughout this episodes, I'll probably touch more on, I guess, my personal kind of stories with manifestation and my own practices and what I've done over the years. Uh, but for these first few episodes, as I mentioned, I do want them to be quite introductory. So With that, we're going to dive into now basically, yeah, energetics and manifesting 101 for those who may not be familiar with the concepts. And even if you are familiar with them, I'd probably still suggest giving this a listen. Um, It's just like a bit of a refresher, I guess. And might also put things into a bit of a new perspective that you maybe haven't thought about before. So sometimes just hearing the way other people kind of explain it can, yeah, bring to light like new perspectives. So to me, when I talk about energetics, this is really basically just the essence of who we are and how we show up in the world. So our energy is how we carry ourselves, our vibration, what we're putting into the world and how we're operating. So it's kind of like our inner operation, I guess. (laughs) And so all of these concepts, so energetics, manifestation, embodiment, spirituality, um, all of that kind of stuff, all really go hand in hand. And so these are the kind of things that I really want to be talking about on this podcast. So I feel like most people are pretty familiar with the concept of manifestation and law of attraction um, in this day and age. Whether you've read much into it or practiced it yourselves, I feel like it's talked about enough now in like mainstream culture and on social media. 
that even those who don't really have any interest in it at least have a bit of a basic understanding of the concept. But what it really is all rooted in is the belief that we can bring tangible things and experiences into our lives, essentially through the power of our thoughts and beliefs, and so that we attract in what we are putting out, essentially. So if you're a generally pretty positive person, you'll be attracting more positive experiences and positive things than someone who has a pretty negative outlook on life. So that's a pretty nutshell summary of the concept. It's a bit of an oversimplified way of explaining it. Um, It definitely involves more than just kind of thinking things into reality. It is all about action and intention and, of course, our energy and how we're holding ourselves as well as our habits. It's not a one-time thing where you may think the thought and kind of embody the desire for a few hours. Um, It's really like a lifestyle kind of change. So of course you can just kind of dip your toe into it, but I feel like once you start getting into it and start seeing it work for yourself, it's kind of a slippery slope in a good way. (laughs) It's like when people talk about eating healthy and they'll say to avoid any kind of fad diet for the best results, you really need to actually integrate kind of achievable changes into your diet and into your everyday life. So you want to be doing things that fit into your lifestyle and integrating these changes into your daily routine and habits. Um, that's kind of a similar concept to manifestation. It really is a process. So when you're doing things like breaking down your limiting or negative thought patterns and rewiring your brain to think in a different way, it's a process. It doesn't just happen overnight. And so the reason why I really love the concept of manifestation is because at its absolute best, it's a powerful tool that does actually allow us to manifest the things we desire into our reality And at worst, it's a tool that helps us to maintain a generally pretty positive outlook on life and seek out really amazing opportunities and things for ourselves and a way to align our thoughts and behaviours with the kind of life we want to be living. So it's honestly a win-win either way. Uh, Whether you believe in the magic of manifestation or not, I feel like the principles of the concept can only do good for your life. It's not going to do any harm kind of um, believing in these things or at least taking them on board. So before we continue, I would just also like to mention, though, that this concept and this kind of work isn't just a you need to be happy all the time kind of thing. So when you go deep into this work, it's not just about maintaining a positive mindset. It's about kind of doing that um, shadow work, too. And acknowledging that we are all humans having human experiences. And of course, this is going to involve negative emotions and experiences at times. So this is not just slapping like a band-aid of positive thinking onto people and telling people that they need to constantly be in a state of high vibes to get what they want. Um, It is a lot deeper than that. And it's really all about understanding and working with these lower times as well. So allowing ourselves to work through different seasons, feel all of the feelings and not using these moments to like work against ourselves, if that makes sense. Um, I hesitate to say negative emotions because when you start down the path of really working on your energy, you come to understand that again, you're human um, and your emotions aren't negative. They are human. So I guess not working against ourselves when it comes to having these more human moments. 
So a lot of the teachings in the manifestation community focus not only on our thoughts, but also on feeling, being, and doing. So we can't just kind of think a desire into reality. We need to feel into the desire, embody the desire, and take steps towards the desire. So it's not just a have the thought and it will fall into your lap process either. And so the part of our body that basically controls all of our thinking, feeling, being and doing is our nervous system. So a lot of this work also ties into kind of regulating our nervous system and working on that, which is where things like somatics and breath work and other practices like that come in, which you may already know a little bit about, but I'm sure we'll discuss on a deeper level as the podcast progresses. And so as much as manifestation and the concept of energetics and aligning our energy with our desires may be considered by some a kind of pseudoscience, there are also some scientific concepts that do actually back this stuff up. So it's not completely (laughs) woo-woo. If we're feeling bad, we are generally more likely to interpret neutral circumstances as negative and also more likely to kind of self-sabotage. And if we're feeling positive, we're generally going to be building better relationships and attracting more opportunities and more likely to actually take these opportunities and, I guess, interpret things in a positive light as well. So as much as some may think it is a bit of a woo-woo concept, and I guess elements of it are a little bit more woo-woo, this is also just like science. Like it's science that if you are thinking positively and operating in a generally pretty positive way, you're probably going to be interpreting things positively and attracting more opportunities for yourself. It's just how the human brain operates um, and how we kind of work as human beings. So it's really not that crazy to think that the way that we are thinking and feeling in our energy can have such a big influence on the things that we're attracting. If you've decided you can't stand your job and you really want a new job, you're of course going to be more likely to find a new job that you really love if you're in a positive, motivated mindset. If you're miserable and in a I'm never going to find a better job or even a good job kind of mindset, then it makes sense that it's going to be more likely that this will be a self-fulfilling prophecy and that will be the case that you're not going to find a job that you love. And so the idea really behind manifestation and energetic work and energetics and alchemy is essentially to harness this concept and use it in our favour. So we're not talking about like a crazy, out there, unbelievable, unexplained concept. Um, Like when you think about it in that kind of light, it does actually make sense that this is a thing. So we're going to leave this episode here for today, um, as I did want this to be relatively short and sweet. But I really just want to say thank you to anyone who has listened to this all the way through to the end. Your support means so much and I really hope that you've taken something away from this episode and find lots more to take away in future episodes too. So I'm going to be doing a series of episodes on the Universal Laws, I think is my next few episodes, Um, as I think having an understanding of these is really, really integral to... I guess understanding and believing in the power of manifestation, it kind of explains a lot of how these things actually work. Um, So yeah, that will be the next few episodes that I release. So I hope that you enjoyed those, and yeah, I hope you really enjoyed today's episode as well. Thank you all so much again, I hope you all have really lovely days, and I am looking forward to the next episode.